This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Oh man, what the hell? Somebody... It's like I got punched in the back. Aaron, I'm gonna blame you, on, man. You're blaming me? I don't know why. Why not? So how, how the hell does that make sense? I'm t- well, I'm talking to you. There's no one else to blame. Well, I mean, <laughs> clearly that's your your best choice. So I'll just I'll share with you real Beesh. quick. I woke up and I had a badass, a sweet dream. All right, and I don't remember these okay. normally, so I'm just gonna share with you. Only thing oh, I remember it. is I had firstly I was down at Fodor Field, which is the baseball field next to like the Citizens Bank, the old Citizens Bank, like right across from the park, right? So you're familiar. There's a baseball field next to the park. Just what 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 town are we talking here? Ferry? Martin's Ferry. Martin's Ferry. Yeah. The the okay. the town so, that I so could discuss with you. Right right next right next to the park. Yeah, the one right next to the park. It's like between it's, the park and what used to be the select market. Yes. That baseball that base. field. Okay. And that, okay. well for what and for whatever right reason, uh, my friends said like they made a pickup game of baseball. And they're okay. all dressed in, like, their baseball things. And none of that really mattered. Uh, um, and I'm like, okay. And I wasn't dressed for it. And I said, all right, well, let me go home. So I must have been living at the Hanover Street house. Um, the one that so was right, I walked right, over. That, the one yeah. that was a handful of steps away from the convenient food mart. Apparently, all of my Martins Ferry landmarks it's, are it is. convenience Absolutely. store-based. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, so I say, all right, guys, I'm not dressed for this. Let me go home real quick. And sure enough, I walk over, and I'm, I'm driving the goddamn flight of the Navigator. Uh, spaceship, oh. yeah, but yet it's but yet it's designed like the Dodge Omni. It was fantastic. <laughs> so my ass is like, hold on, guys, I'll be back. And I put it. I had it was the Dodge Omni key. I put it in, and then I start. I, I just hover up and I go home. And that that was the extent of the dream that I remember. But that's all I needed because that was <laughs> just just flying around. Hovering over, it felt like you know almost Willy Wonka end scene where you're like you're seeing the city, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and it was just a normal thing, wasn't anything. It was just you know we all have these, we all have these cars, but we didn't. Everybody, I was the only one, and I don't know if they were like, wow, look at that or not, but I either way, that I'm sharing that with you because I just woke up from that, and uh, I will forget this dream forever uh, from this moment on. Well, now it'll show up as a bonus piece and. In- the clip episode or something. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that interesting, but that is, that is, uh, that is the extent. Flight of the Navigator, Dodge Omni. Uh, somebody needs to make that happen. That that seems legit. I can get behind that. That'd be oh. hell to ensure. I suspect. <laughs> well, I, I do think if we can create these flying cars, we won't be worrying about the insurance as much as just. I don't know. I think I oh, think no. somebody will if, be going to the bank. If, if flying cars become ubiquitous, I just won't ever leave the house. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people driving in two dimensions is horrifying and terrible. You, you give them option of altitude, I'm I'm done. I'm just not. Do you either. think? Do you think that's the reason why we don't have them? Well, I think the lar- main reason we don't have them is is due to engineering and technology. No, no, the, I the, the, no, I think the, I think the lift and it. such and and whatever required to to make that happen is is not. I mean, can we, do we have the technology to make a flying car? If you consider some sort of VTOL or helicopter style 
flying car to still be a car. Sure, we can do that. I'm, I'm sure of it. Is it economical and practical to have such a thing? Not really. That's why, I mean. And that's why they don't exist. That's why they're not in common common use. Yeah. I mean, no, I, in, in order in order to get the the power and the thrust to get a a, mm-hmm. a vehicle of that side airborne and have any kind of real range requires so much energy to do. No one can no one can maintain. That. I mean, it's 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 the reason why we we're just now starting to get electric cars. I mean, ele- electric. I mean, some of the first cars ever were electric. It's just you couldn't keep the batteries going on those things to get you, you know, from, oh, I don't know, the convenience to the select market and back. <laughs> <laughs> and so therefore it's like, well, why bother? We'll just pour gas into this thing that works a lot better. And they finally got batteries and such perfected to where that's now a viable thing to where you can, you know, drive a decent ways on an electric vehicle and hooray great. But there's, you know, until we can figure out some sort of, you know, portable fusion generator situation to create the kind of thrust you need for a, a repulsor lift vehicle a la the you know land speeder or whatever it's just not uh, yeah to have such a thing well i do feel like we're not trying hard enough that's us that's just my opinion yeah. i feel like but i, I think See, we're not try- my thing is we're not trying hard enough because we know that like once you get dra- flying cars you, it's it you're not going to be able to contain the craziness of people. So, like, there's just like, well, if we just don't exist, then we don't have to worry about this problem. Right. That's like, you know, like, I guess, I guess I like, you know, everybody's like, we're living in the future and, you know, oh, I have a computer in my pocket and that's great. And then some smart ass is going to break out with one of two things. Where's my jetpack or where's my flying car? Of Which course. I will be the first to say having a jetpack and or a flying car conceptually sounds awesome. In reality, those things are horrifying to me that, you know, people like, like I said, crossing the street nowadays is, 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 is bad enough, you know, uh, took, took Ella out driving the other day and she's fine. Let me be real clear. She's, she's a very cautious driver. She, she does fine, but just the thought of putting her on the highways is just terrifying to me because everyone is an idiot. And like I said, you give them a third dimension to expand that idiocy, and I am, I am, I am not here for that. That, that is, that is. Well, I just wonder how like intersections and that stuff would work. I just like you, you wouldn't just have to make flying cars. You'd have to make them to the point where they won't hit other things automatically, right? And be able to well, shift, right? So you've, you've it, seen the prequels, right? You've seen. You've seen Coruscant yeah. and the traffic yeah. patterns on there uh-huh. where everybody's still in lines. They're just in the air. Yeah. instead of It would have to be that situation because if everybody was just willy-nilly zip-bobbing off along wherever the heck they wanted, it, it, it'd be mayhem. It'd, it'd be, it'd, it'd, it, yeah. Well, they're, uh, they're – sorry, well, sorry to be, you know – No, you're just – It's <laughs> down or die. No. That's, that's what you, I do. You are a grouchy old man right now, but listen <laughs> – this is what I think. So I've, I listen to a ton of podcasts about Disney, and they make all these crazy patents all the time, right? And they're using right. it for ride technology, which is the greater good for everybody, obviously. We don't need flying Clearly. cars. We need, uh, but they just launched, they just released a, a new attraction in California called Web Slingers. And this attraction takes your actual hand gestures, your arm movement, and your eyes, right? They basically have technology to capture that information 
because your whole concept is you sling a web with your hands. There's no contraption you're using. They're using okay. your actual hands, and it spits a web at at a screen and okay. calculates scores and so forth. And if okay. you're capable, and I, I mean, I'm not sure if it's a single rider vehicle or whatever, but you're they're capturing 60 frames a second. Um, and uh, generally, I mean, obviously to launch it, they have to be pretty accurate or they wouldn't put it out there. They have like quality control and so forth. Um, I haven't seen it yet because it just launched literally like a couple days ago, but I was listening okay. to a podcast and this is a, they get these patents for things like this. So, okay. I mean, if we could start figuring out and calculating, all right, this person is looking this way and they're moving this arm and their shoulder moves directly this way. So spit this web this way. I still, I think there's a way that you would be able to make some type of contraption saying, if you get within X, you know, feet of certain thing, you must turn or whatever, or, or, you know, not necessarily stop, but that could, that could be helpful because if you're coming at you, you couldn't play chicken. The, the vice wouldn't let you play chicken. You know, well, I guess, I guess here's the thing. If you had, if you had flying cars, okay. And you connected them to GPS and some mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. central, central computing situation. I, you know, Isn't I'm that what light step. speed is that I'm light a, speed? A, you're, you're going with that concept. I, I don't know what the uh, well, outside you, of a Star you, Wars con on context and or, you know, physics. What do you mean light speed? What, all right. So you, I believe you explained it to me before that they put it in the light speed and then they calculate the like how to get there. And it kind of is a GPS that would move it directly, you know, to avoid, you know, that's why you just don't. Well, go right okay. Long okay. Speed. So you are talking light speed, like in Star Wars, like like yeah, astrogation yeah, yeah. and going into yeah. hyperspace, sort of yeah. thing. I mean, sort of like like the idea being that you know if you get into your you get into your flying car and you say, hey, I want to go here, just like you're programming your GPS today, but it's instead of when you hit start, it telling you what to do, it actually says, okay, sit back, I got this, and and does the driving for you plots your course and does like you said where it detects other things and they all communicate and no one's jamming into each other i can i can get behind that but i don't necessarily know that i trust you know the self-driving cars yet and because they're not like i guess if you if you're if you're a flying car doing this self-driving situation like one of the reasons i'm a little sketchy on self-driving cars is because they're they're just not smart enough to know like they know where the roads are, they know where the intersections are. They've got things like if you're a car or a truck, it can detect you. But if you're like a kid who randomly pops out in the middle of a road, it doesn't know who or what you are. Sure. <laughs> and that's a problem. I guess if you're, you know, 10 feet off the ground, unless that kid has a jetpack, you're probably not going to have those kinds of problems. <laughs> so well, I guess that's good. But the other problem with, with that is, and like for the whole, you know, flying car self-navigation yes you're flying but you're not actually flying it it is flying you sort of a thing mm -hmm. okay you'd everyone would have to have that going on for it to work because as Yours, soon as yeah. you get that you get that one you know techno future motorhead <laughs> who hacks his shit so that he can you know put it on manual control and do whatever he wants he's gonna fuck up the rotation yeah, <laughs> it no, 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 you're none right. Of the rest, none of the rest of the things know where it is and how it's working, and it's gonna, you know, everything starts right. It's just gonna be well. Awful. And I, if you, you know. had some centralized computer that basically had everyone's routes and everyone that's, you know, in route, 
and then that would, you know, be able to say, all right, at this, you know, like you could, it's a giant formula, right? Everybody would have to be on that. And one person that would, if, if they would change route, you would almost have to say, well, you're not allowed to drive yourself at all. This is basically, you know, and, well, and that's the thing. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and people around these parts are just not having that. My, my freedoms, you can't, you can't be doing that. And then, you know, the, the other consequence there is if you do have everybody on this thing and everybody adopts flying cars and everybody's going everywhere and that's going to a central unit, you know, the next thing, you know, Welcome to Skynet. Here are the Terminators. Yeah, yeah. It's hell yeah, on yeah. Earth, and we're like, like, there's just so many ways for this thing to go wrong. Oh, I, I, well, I mean, I think it'd be a matter of if you log into this, then we would know where you're at at all times, so to speak. And then people don't like that. You know, they don't want to be tracked, even though they are tracked everywhere with phones and such. They don't like oh, the yeah. idea of something that, <laughs> that you know. Well, how dare they know where we're at? But yet, listen, but, listen, Eric. I'm I'm here to tell you if you think. That when you get in your car and you pull up Google Maps to navigate from point A to point B, sure. Google's not retaining that data. That's not going into their databases to refine their algorithms to, to do anything. That's that's your personal business. Oh, no yeah. one's paying yeah. attention to that, Eric. I got an email yesterday that says, hey, how is this is what <laughs> this is your nice. This is where you've been the last month. And it, it just shows a giant, you know, because I check into places all the freaking time. I review places and stuff. Right, but I don't right. care. I'm the absolute opposite. I'm just like, well, you know. If you want to know where I'm at, like if, here, you know, if you want to know, like, <laughs> well, I'm not hiding, you know, no. I don't really care. If you want to put a chip in me, I don't care. You know, at this point, if you want to, if you put a chip in me and turn me into a robot. All right. I made a bad decision. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, too much to worry about than, than, you know, government taking over my body and, and making me a killing machine. Um, I'm not worried about that kind of stuff. I do think the flying cars would be would be cool, and I think it could be done, Todd. I mean, you and I just spitball oh, a little bit. I'm not I'm not saying that it couldn't be done. I'm I'm saying that there's questions as to whether or not I think it should be done, and my and I I question when it will be done. Like I said, you can you can make it happen. You just we just got to get various levels of technology advanced before it's practical and even then once it is practical and possible is this really the best plan or is this just a new way for you know people to smash into things from high distances (laughs) as opposed to you know just driving through the front of an outback steakhouse because you're drunk (laughs) you know do you Mm. want to dive bomb it from you know 2000 feet instead you know i, I just know. yeah i just think it's a, maybe it's more like maybe we need to invest in hoverboards more you know because it's just a matter of straight shots you know and like hills and mountains and things like that are just getting in the way and that's really what's causing problems like so if i wanted to leave my house right now i live like on a horseshoe so i live at the right. very bottom so if i wanted to get out of my house I, it would take me an extra couple minutes where i'm just like well if i had some type of flying contraption i could really just go from my backyard down that main stretch so i wonder if there would just be a way to like hover your way over some of these this terrain you know as opposed because i don't need to be high up in the air i'm fine with roads like and i'm fine with waiting to an extent but like it's always if you just could go you know if we had roads in every direction you know so you your chief get, complaint is terrain? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. Every the shortest distance is a straight line, right? Sure. I mean, I, for, that's what they've always said, you know, like it's just oh, a straight yeah. line, you know, so we're taking all these 90 degree turns and, and you know, all these angles and stuff because you have to go straight and then you have to turn and stuff like that. I'm just like, no, just go straight. You know, I was thinking that when I was in a parking lot at Disney the other day, they park us all the way down. And I'm just like, I got to walk all I got to walk. I do do this 90 degree angle to get to the edge of the parking lot and then walk down this way. I'm just like, if we could walk straight, dude, I'd be cutting off like five minutes and, you know, several steps. I'm just like, so why, you know, if we had a situation where we could just like hover just high enough, you know, at low speeds. So like, I mean, I guess that would be the question then. If it's at low speeds, would I get there at the same time? You know, because if you did low speeds and you had crashes, you couldn't necessarily get as hurt than as if you were going the normal speed limits, right? And that, I guess that would be the other thing to enforce is like speed limits is, is would be difficult. Right. Right. No, I mean, speed, I mean, again, the more you automate the system, the easier, like, you drop some of these variables out. Yeah. Like, if you had it to where, okay, here's your flying car, you want to get from point A to point B, we're going to figure out how you're going to get there, we're going to take you the way we want you to get there at the speed that is safe to get you there, and you will get from point A to point B. But, you know, it's like, you know... When so I'm driving I, somewhere yeah. I've not been, I plug it into GPS, and you know they'll give me a few routes, and they'll say this one's faster, this one's longer, this one avoids you know the highway, this one avoids tolls, whatever. And I will select the one based on what I need at the time. And a lot of times, I'm not in a rush to go places. Like I leave the house early enough to make it there on time, even if there are delays. And I'm not not like in my younger days, it's like I got to get there. Pedal to the metal, let's go, you know. But nowadays, it's like, eh, you know, I'll get there. I got, I got some tunes to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's. I got a, I got a beverage. We're good. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, but you run into folks. If that's the plan, that's fine. But you're gonna get the folks who are like, nope. I know, like, I, I know people to this day. Like, I don't need GPS. Do you know where you're going? No, but I, I'll figure it out. Or they're like, oh yeah, no, I what GPS is saying to get there is bullshit. I know this other way. And they zip, zip, zip through the neighborhood at 80 miles an hour or whatever. Like it's those folks that are the problem. Yeah. That's a bit scary. You know? Uh, yeah. And I also think the one thing that if you had the flying cars, right, you'd be having people over your house all the time. You know, you, that would, um, cause I mean, there's no fly zones for a reason, you know, especially at different heights. And, you know, it'd be imagined just, you know, if people had drones everywhere and drones were gone everywhere, like, I mean, you'd have to make them quiet enough, and then you'd honestly have to make like roads in the sky, which is just defeats the purpose, right? Because I mean, I pretty, pretty much want a car going over my house every day, all night. Well, that's you know, especially I mean, blasting that's, music. You know, you would be playing your Black Sabbath, well, Iron Man, waking well, me up. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm living in town. I'm hanging out back. I mean, you <laughs> during podcasts, you've heard, you know, yeah. somebody somebody has just got their what they think is the most awesome bass just cranking and my windows are, are are rattling from it and you know now it's coming from every direction and not just the one road like you yeah know, in this in this day and age i don't know if it's just the people that i that i i drive with or if we've actually gotten better you know as a society but i mean i remember growing up driving down the road oh you're done with that soda can you don't need a trash can in your car. You have oh, an open yeah. window. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's gotten better, but you still see people do that crap. 
Do you wow. want, you know, a 20 ouncer coming down from 300 feet into oh, your man. into your lawn? No. <laughs> like, yeah, so you'd almost have to get to the point. Yeah, I mean, if you automated, what happens if you had to pee, you know, right? Like, it, you would have to change your direction, then it would stop I mean, you'd, you'd have to, you'd or, have you to get some sort of button that would say, hey, we want to alter this course, and it would and it would do that for you. Like, I'm yeah. not saying you're locked in from point A to point B. You'd have the, like, just, like when you're GPSing somewhere, like, I've got the sure. course plotted from my house to yours. Uh, I want to get a quick burger. What's along the way? Boom. You know, and it'll do it. You know, it's just I would have to hit that button as opposed to, well, I'm going to get off in Zanesville. I'm pretty sure there's McDonald's somewhere around here. Yeah, I bet. I Well, and then I hadn't even considered the noise factor because you're right. Like it's I mean, I'm out back right now and you can possibly hear the cars whizzing by whatever. And these are, you know, modern cars with mufflers and, you know, whatever. And I'm a decent distance away. The power necessary to make a car fly, I can't imagine will be quiet. And yeah, well, not at you from every direction. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> oh, you you would have it everywhere. So you would honestly have to make you go up high enough, so it wouldn't be like the terrain. So I wouldn't get my land speeder that I really want, you know, because that's no. really all I need is no. just something to get high enough. You would have to make it go so high that you wouldn't be able to hear it, and then right. you would have to make sure the doors are completely locked. You can't throw you know soda cans out of the window. Yeah, that I mean, and then you would have to. It would have to really – so if you're that high up, then you're landing. You just can't just drop down directly, you know. You'd have to kind of coast into landing spots. And then you're still going to have people that don't adapt to the technology that you're going to have drivers still. So parking lots, you would either have to double up on parking or you would have to be basically have like a – you can only enter your flying vehicles through this entrance, which then once again kind of defeats somewhat of the purpose because you're going to make unnecessary movements. So – well, like I said, if they can if they can perfect the whole you know vertical takeoff and landing thing, that that sort of solves your you know coasting into stuff and needing to double up your stuff. I mean, what we need are Star Wars level repulsor lift craft. Sure, like, I mean, I, like, like I just don't see why they you know, can't I mean, make that. I mean, I mean, we just I mean, we've got we've got vertical takeoff and landing you know aircraft. They they have you know helicopters and jets and stuff that have that. It's just it takes a lot of freaking power and it's hella loud and so yeah. on and so forth. Like I said, it can be done. It's just not practical, economical, or even remotely safety conscious to be small scale and readily available. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. We've, we haven't dug further enough into the earth to see what other kind of minerals and so forth. I mean, there could be some <laughs> type of vibranium or, or, or whatever that really can make all this work. I just think we haven't done hard enough, you know. Have we gone to the core yet? That's the question. Have we? Has somebody been able to burn themselves alive by going to the core of the earth yet? We need some of the... I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I see my, my preference is to take it the other direction. You want to go to and, planets? And, 
no, 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 no. I'm I'm talking instead of trying to to solve this with technology, we 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 dip our toe into the arcane, because if if you know with 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 a years of learning of you know ancient ancient texts texts and and primal lore. You know, really, if you know, you know, you know where you don't have to worry about other people or terrain or anything. Teleportation magics, Eric. Oh, that's that's okay. you, you, you put on, you know, your sling ring and you, you, you visualize and you, you make the little swoopy circle things. And boom, there you are. You're you're you were in London. Now you're in New York. Boom. Problem solved. Uh, yeah, I just can't buy into that. Sorry. <laughs> I just. There, there's level. I, I believe that client, I can I can get behind the technology. I mean, I don't even know where to start to talk about teleportation if that is something that could ever be done. Like, I don't even know where to go. Like, I just picture like the Star Trek, you know, kind of aspect. Now, granted, that is the answer, uh, but I don't know how you do that. No, no, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly joking. I, I don't. No, no. Well, I, you I know, don't go in for all that hocus pocus nonsense. No, I think it. You know, I I don't know if it can be done. I'm not. But it would be enough. awesome. It would be if, the best. It'd be the best solution. That would that would that would hook you right up. But so, in a world, I don't, I don't in a world, because that's what we're talking about here is efficiency, right? Listen, I don't Eric, think anybody, you can't you can't just say in a world. It's in a world. I well Pro- proceed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I well you know the fact <laughs> is that we we only care about the efficiency. Like that's the thing is no one really cares if they have a flying car just to have one. You know, because we can fly if we want with other, you know, if you want to really fly, you can become a pilot. Um, what I care about, and I think what most people care about, is like, I just need to get to point A to point B faster. And you're right. The teleportation is the absolute most efficient um, way to do that. So in a world that you could do that, what, like, th- the benefits. So you and I would no longer just talk on the phone. Or for a podcast, we would just teleport into our podcast studio, and that could be in in L.A. You know, like we could anywhere. You basically could. Oh man, this would probably kill local establishments, right? Because you don't, you wouldn't have to use them anymore. You, like you would just go to the best or the most affordable, and supply and demand would just go haywire if teleportation was a thing. Oh yeah, it would wreck. I mean, it would be safe, but it would wreck so many other things for sure. 100%. Yeah, because yeah. you would have to adjust, you know, like right now you you have, you know, I'm a web designer. I am almost not to the point where it matters if you're local, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, it would take like Zoom, for instance. Zoom has made it to the point where like we can all be in the same room and it se- and mirror that experience very similar. You know, okay. so nowadays and Zoom was a big difference for me. You know, I used to have to travel, you know, 15, 20 minutes, have a meeting, you know, uh, that during that meeting, a lot of times I'd either have to print things out or bring my computer, connect to Wi-Fi, so forth, just to show like documents or, you know, things that changes and so forth. Well, Zoom alone has created the ability to like, I don't have to do any of that. So I save maybe an hour's worth of work and probably some trees and, and, and also, you know, some um, unnecessary, you know, setup cost. So, so maybe I save more than an hour, you know, hour drive and maybe half an hour of prep. Right. Uh, you know, and I'm a business that, you know, I'm not a local shop so that zoom is like close to teleportation in a sense so if you oh, yeah. basically could meet with people and in your business your coffee shop 
and I want to have to go to a Starbucks. You could just optimize a grand Starbucks, like one major Starbucks that everyone goes to. And it's just like the biggest Starbucks that has the most line. And then you would just see supply and demand for the entire world or country or so forth. And then you would just staff that one location and you could get people from anywhere, you know, oh man, it, it would be a crazy world. I think that you're right. The teleportation is the way to go, but boy, you would have the economy, the global economy would change. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, yes. And there would be both good and bad to it. You know, anytime you scale something up, like that you have those kinds of i mean think about it a couple couple hundred years ago the only way you found out about something is if your neighbor or somebody told you like okay maybe there were some papers but those got to you you know days or weeks after stuff happened you know what i mean nowadays we have the internet anything that happens Mm -hmm. on the other side of the planet you know about near instantaneously and that's simultaneously beautiful and horrifying you know, it's great because all this information can be shared. And you can learn all sorts of things and have insights into things you never would have had any clue about. Hooray. Awesome. All for that. You also have the means to spread disinformation and propaganda at a breathtaking rate to where, you know, you've got all sorts of conspiracy conspiracy theories and people who, you know, refuse to understand basic science facts because, you know, they know far too many people who don't know anything who say the wrong thing and they believe it like extrapolate that to you know physical presences you thought we were wrecking the planet now like oh i can just go over to you know south africa and and get some blood diamonds for myself or you know mine this or destroy like it it's it's over well I i think the answer there is is when you when you figure out this teleportation thing, whether via magic or technology, sure, you just make it so you can only transport the person. You know, well, like in Terminator, they sent him back, but mm-hmm. he was butt naked. Because if teleportation required nudity, yeah, it's a whole different situation, my friend. Like like you and I could still meet. Like you could teleport to my house, and I would just have you know a set of your clothes here, and like okay, Eric, no one's currently in you know <laughs> the downstairs secret lab. Teleport there i've got an outfit laid out for you rock on you know we could do that but you're not going to go you're not just going to show up naked to the mega starbucks uh, you would though they, 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 you would make that happen you would you would there would be a centralized like website in which you would have waiting rooms now and they would have just generic suits i'm sure like generic outfits everybody's and in jumpsuits that pretty much that it would just be you know yeah, I mean, they you would make that work, you know, if you could only teleport and like everything else evaporates except for your body or whatever. Um, I would that was one of the things I was thinking of was like, could you take things with you? Because now you would have, you would have no choice. You wouldn't have money if you if you had like you couldn't take money with you, right? So they would have to do like retina scans, and this is where it gets real, you know, scary. Is that that's how you would pay, right? And then that's that's when the criminals start stealing people's eyeballs and stuff like that. Look, look, you, you don't need you don't need retinal scans. All it is is a simple tattoo on the on the hand or the forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that I, absolutely that identifies you. Mm-hmm. No, I mean um, it's and you know, absolutely. If, it, if the calculations happen to work out that you know your your personal identification is six hundred and sixty six, we we all just know to, to steer clear of you. <laughs> that's it that's it that is um if that's not the craziest sci-fi story of all time <laughs> what, the book of revelation oh yeah <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit no so, so yeah i think i think the concept but like just think of oh so 
if that was the case, if you could definitely bring things, that's just going to be not troublesome. I mean, like the we would adapt and figure it out. But if you could teleport anywhere you wanted, we wouldn't necessarily have to. I mean, I guarantee most people would then stop worrying about destroying the Earth, which is not a good thing, you know, <laughs> to stop worrying about that. But they would just, oh, we'll just go to a new planet, you know. So we would then figure out if you could teleport things, then we would start creating massive housing structures and, and factories and stuff. I mean, I think we would start figuring out which planet we could do things on without, you know, without dying. Right. Right. I mean, which, you'd, which have to find another, you'd, you'd have to find another earth, earth like planet or figure, you know, get your terraforming game online, yeah. which either way, I mean, yeah. And I guess that, I guess that comes down to, you know, how far can you teleport? Oh, like, well, yeah. What's, I mean, what's your, what's your range? Like, well, this... that, you know, that would solve it. That could solve it. If we just put a range on teleportation, whoever was doing the black magic basically said, well, you're right. only allowed to teleport within, you know, a hundred miles. That would still make a change. Don't get me wrong. You would then have central, like the Starbuck hubs would only be within, you know, X, you'd have <laughs> one every hundred miles. Right, um, you know, and it probably would kill the mom and pop shops unless you're the best of your kind. Well, see, and then I don't, I don't necessarily know about that either. Like they would definitely take a hit, much in the same way that like your your WalMarts and your Targets have have you know, yeah, done not kind things to mom and pop shops. But you know, I can, I can go to, let's put it this way, I can go to Target and pick up a Dungeons and Dragons starter kit, probably for cheaper than I can at the local game store. Let's, sure. let's be honest. Or for all that matter, Amazon. And just order that thing and it'll be here, you know, in a day, whatever. But I will still go to my local game store because I like my local game store. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, everybody knows of Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and sure they make great coffee or whatever. But there are a couple of little places in here in town that COVID being the exception, I would, you know, if I want to go to a coffee, like if I'm just swinging by to get a coffee on my way from somewhere, yes, I will probably go to a Starbucks because they have a drive-thru and it's convenient. But if I'm like, oh, I want to grab my bullet journal and, you know, start hashing out some dungeon plans and I want to sit in a place and drink coffee and do it, I will go to a mom and pop coffee shop for that. I kind of, I, I don't think they'll necessarily go well, away. It's just here... their, their, their situation shifts slightly. Well, here's how it could help, right? The location, location, location aspect of businesses being successful would no longer really come into play. It would be service, service, service. So if right. you were mom, if you were mom and pop shop in your comic store, you could essentially say, "Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna buy a house, and the top floor is gonna be my residence, and the bottom floor could be, you know, the a couple rooms could be the actual showroom, so to speak." Right. And you then could not have to pay double rent because you're paying for your house and you're paying for this location and you might have bought a location and paid premium because it's next to a couple you know restaurants or eateries or other oh, yeah. retail locations it would essentially you know make it to the point where like all that you would have to do is find the perfect location for you to be able to you know efficiently save money and boom there you go and then now your products can be cheaper and compete against the big box stores because you don't have you don't have as much like you know overhead cost, so it could actually oh, yeah. help you. And then you just need to be able to provide the best specialization of that service, and it actually might do more damage to the big box stores because now you could just have specialized you know specializations are pretty big nowadays. You know, like if you're a specialist at somebody, people you can actually even charge a premium. Or so if you say I'm going to be a game store, but I'm only going to sell D and D stuff, you could have that 
just D&D. And if you have everyone within that 100-mile radius can go to you and you're known as the best specialist, it, it's only a matter of like anybody can come now. Where before yeah. it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to drive all the way here. I'm just going to go where I can get my toilet paper, my toothpaste, and my D&D stuff. So I'm going to have to go to the Target or whatever, <laughs> you know? Right, right. <laughs> Which has anyone ever really just said that besides maybe you? <laughs> um, you know, it's a big old world. <laughs> Personally, yeah, I don't know that anyone else has, has keyed up. What was it? Toothpaste, toilet paper, and, and D&D books? Yeah, I mean, it's not that obscure. I need through the one in a single run. Thing. Yeah, so um, so I think it could actually have some benefits, the whole teleportation um, aspect, because that is, inst- I mean, I'm assuming it's pretty instantaneous. You know, it's not well, like, I mean, you know, it's not going to be the same amount of time travel or, or traveling as like in a car, because then that serves almost no, I mean, it serves purpose, but not all, you know. Well, if nothing else, you eliminate, you, even if you teleport at, let's say, 70 miles per hour, it's still a straight line, irregardless mm-hmm. of terrain and traffic and whatever, 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 like that's still going to be quicker. Like me hopping in a car, me hopping in a car, hopping on 70, wending my way around, you know, Columbus to wheeling and then through wheeling to get to your front door. It's still not going to be as quick as like you said, you know, a, a point to point straight line via teleportation, even if I'm still limited to 70 miles per hour, like it's still going to be a couple hours. And I don't know what you do while you're teleporting for two hours. I don't know where you go. That's I don't know where I don't know like, what your consciousness does. Like I always just assume teleportation is, is pretty much instantaneous. Like you Yeah. You step forward and one foot's in, you know, the one place, the other foot lands in the other place, and boom, you're there, you're done. Like that's my assumption. I think that's the only way we could make it work. Cause I don't think anybody would feel comfortable being like in a non-conscious state of like whatever for longer than a couple minutes like i think you oh no you, you'd, lose you'd have that mind. anxious yeah oh because because yeah. you just you, you don't know every every time you teleport you you're like am i gonna wake up because all you need is like a small percentage of people that just don't ever come out of it and then that's enough to to end the whole program oh yeah no so, yeah well and i think that also factors into the the to the range thing like i feel i feel like hopping what is a couple hour drive from, you know, Columbus to Wheeling. You can do that instantaneously. Like that, that's enough space to where, yeah, whatever is quote unquote <laughs> moving is going pretty fast, but you're not, you know, breaking any low light speed physics laws. I mean, this is magic. So I, I don't know how much that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. You, place, you, you, but, I mean, you said it was such professor Todd, but yet it wasn't, it was just like, yeah, you know, that's two hours. No big deal. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> I want, so who was was it Lindbergh or no who who was it that went like uh, tried the to go across um, I don't know one of the the flights across like the oceans and so forth either way whoever that was I don't think it was Lindbergh he was like the the speed or something um, we would you know somebody would have to be that and say all right two hours is nothing what about three hours what about four hours oh yeah and some and, you know somebody's basically not coming back from this. Somebody's going to so, be lost in the wreckage. So you're saying we need teleportation test pilots? Of course. I mean, you would that, have to. That, if, that, if we that, don't... that seems like a fine plan. Well, like you sign up for the program and like who's, you know, who's going to be that person? I mean, that's what, you know, astronauts and stuff, you know, oh, like yeah. they, you know, they, they sign up not knowing if they're going to be able to make it back. This is, you know, new voyage. You know, the oh, fact yeah. is, it's like, so, I mean, there are definitely people that would do that and they would, you know, they'd be honored and these would be, you know, on the same level of, you know, NASA astronauts, you know, cause we all, 
we kind of throw them on a higher, you know, regard, I think. I think we, like, if you said it's a NASA astronaut, like, we're going to probably say thank you for your service, right? I mean, it's a weird service, but. Oh, yeah. No, it's. Right? It's, I mean, it's not like, it, you know. In yeah, my opinion, think, yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I, mean, that, I never thought of it this way, but I think they're doing, like, a national service by what they're, you know, performing. Like, no one's going to thank me for making websites for a living. I'm not doing much. You know, I might thank a postal well, I, service worker because, I, you know, I think what they're doing is good as well. And I don't know what deems all of this, but I'm, I'm, I, let me, let me just, let me just, because I'm sure I have previously, but if I hadn't, it's a horrible oversight on my part. Thank you, Eric, for creating the Toddcast podcast website. Oh yeah. No, no, I, no, I, no, I hate I, for you to think that it was a thankless job. No, but I'm talking is a greater good. Is I mean, it, I, is it, is it on the same level as, you know, I've broken the sound barrier. I've made it so that we can go into space. I've facilitated all of this scientific advancement. I'm going to be honest with you, Eric. No, it is not, but it is it. still appreciated. Thank you. No, I, well, that's, that's the level <laughs> I'm kind of saying. I, I believe astronauts. And I would say these, these, these test pilots that can figure out if we can travel more than two hours, because obviously two hours is just easy, easy, instantaneous, you know, <laughs> can we go right. three? Can we, now can we go to different planets and so forth? And, you know, and unfortunately there will be, there will be a point where it's just like, yeah, we can't go that far. And unfortunately Jack is not coming back, you know? Right. Um, and that's, that's what would happen to happen, you know? And then you would have some other people saying, well, let's tweak the, the, you know, the formula. And let's see if we can do right. it, but this way, or, or magic spell, right. or however we're doing this. Right, right. In this wonderful hypothetical future universe that we're in. Oh, I'm just, I'm oh, just gonna say, ride. you, yeah, you and your flight of the navigator, God Omni, are are the reason for all of this, Eric. I know, I know, I know that. And I didn't have yeah. the right pants on. I didn't have the baseball pants. So, so, so when you got there, would you would you say that it was a field of dreams? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I'm done. That's that's put it, put a, put a cap on this one. Okay. Well, thank you, Eric, for, for sharing your dreamscape with us and opening our eyes to the world of magical teleportation test pilots. This is, this has been a fantastic romp. Much appreciated. Thank you listeners for hanging in there with us. This has been the Toddcast. Hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you'll find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Mm-hmm.